the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, talking investing and more. Big day on Wall Street yesterday. SP 500 increased a whopping 1.1%. All in the wake of President elect Donald Trump. What's going to frighten people even more than President elect Donald Trump, if that frightens you? And apparently it frightens a lot of people because there's. A lot of people protesting right now, and ultimately what they're protesting is democracy, but they don't like the way democracy turned out for them. Um, if, you're th- if you're afraid of President-elect Donald Trump, how about Secretary of the Interior, Sarah, Sarah Palin, or Defense Minister Sarah Palin? Just throwing that out for you, because uh, that's a good chance that she becomes Secretary no, of the Interior. No, please, no, no, no! Tina Fey would be happy. She'll have a character to play on Saturday Night Live for years to come. If we take into account the 5% decline in the S&P 500 heading into the elections, up 1.1% on the S&P 500 is really not that special. Isn't that special? Stock market's performance was astounding. It was surprising. A lot of people compare them to the election results. How did the pollsters get it so wrong? And ultimately, did faulty polling information destroy Hillary Clinton's chance to win? Did she take her foot off the gas and start campaigning for senators while she should have been in states that needed her attention? It's going to be a fascinating election to study years down the road. How did the pollsters get it so wrong? The narrative behind yesterday's remarkable reversal because late Tuesday evening, the markets were down 700, 800, 900 points. Was that there's some optimism and there will be some pro-growth policies that are going to be adopted by the Trump administration. I think that's very likely. He wants to be the greatest jobs president of all time. Some of that will be crazy. And some of it can be done very simply. If he helps repatriate the tax code and allows companies like Apple to bring billions of dollars back, and that money goes straight into not paying down our treasury, but goes straight into infrastructure projects, you can put a lot of people to work. 
A lot of people. That's a good one. That's an easy one. Now, the downside is, is uh, how about, like, if you take a look at, if you want to make America great again, you've got to get our education up, or you have to stop highly educated people from other countries coming to our country for the best jobs. That's where people start to get scared. How many visas do we issue? Um, and we don't know. You know, will we get the president with the crazy stuff, or will he be the president that, you know, has to do presidential things? So, no one knows at this point in time. But I will say this. I, <clears throat> I spent some time yesterday looking through social media, and I think my opinion is, is that Californians are really, really spoiled and entitled. Um, they think their opinions are better than someone in central Florida or central Georgia. And I saw some things like, I wish the rest of the country was as educated as us. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> aren't you an elitist, pompous person? Um, keep in mind, I'm not very emotional, so I'm not buying into this is the saddest day or the happiest day kind of mentality. So conventional wisdom got shattered. So And it's left people with a warm, fuzzy feeling that uh, the equity markets could be poised for a year and rally driven by underexposed money managers playing catch-up and unwinding of safe haven uh, trades from the Treasury. So I think pharmaceutical stocks have a ways to go on the upside, Healthcare stocks. I think banking stocks, if you believe that President Trump can get in there and repeal some of the Dodd-Frank regulations, I think the banking stocks have a ways to go. And those two sectors can lead the markets for a good year. Then you go throw in some infrastructure and some consumer spending. Now here's the here's here's like the crazy stuff. We don't have a clue what's going to happen this Christmas. Going into Christmas, we were thinking it should be a pretty good year. Now we're starting to see people protesting and people really upset. Will they forget Christmas because they're upset, or will they settle back down and say, "Oh, it's a holly jolly Christmas, special time of year." Oh, the, the, the Santa's elves. Don't you love that sound? Macy's, Coles, and Polo Ralph Lauren reported quarterly results that were mixed. Macy's missed both Coles and Polo Ralph Lauren exceeded expectations. I like Ralph Lauren as a stock. Uh, and I'll tell you why. And it, It's almost stupid. And again, it's not the only reason, so don't like quote me like, Rob said that. Um, it's a stock to me that if you go to Panama this summer or Costa Rica this fall or Europe, you're going to see people wearing a lot of Polo Ralph Lauren clothes, brands. It's a brand. It's what Apple is to cell phones. Polo is to, you know, um, shirts. It's not perfect, um, but I think in the long term, it's something to look at. It's something to consider when it's at like a 52-week low, not when it's at a 52-week high. It's not something you have to chase. It's not sexy. It's just a brand. Visa's a brand. Philip Morris is a brand. Brands tend to work. So Taser in the news today. One of the things that we're hearing at the protests are people upset that Donald Trump is going to take away or tell police that they're allowed to stop and frisk people. Um, again, I don't know where these assumptions are coming from, 
I know there's a lot of fear, and there's a lot of unsettledness, and there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of question marks. There's been some statements that have been downright racist, for sure. So maybe that's where it's being born and bred. Um, but taser stock is one that you should take a look at. Um, as police departments, you know, there we go. That's a pretty big shock, that one. <laughs> that one scared me. So their shares are higher. They reported earnings at top revenue. Profit more than doubled from a year ago. Sales surged 42%. Disney's going to release numbers day after the bell. A lot of focus will be on ESPN and the falling ratings for Monday Night Football. Their film studios are having a record year. Their ESPN. Uh, there's a theory out there that's being flown around that we've hit peak sports. And, you know, if you take a date or a family member or a family to a sporting event, a professional sporting event, you're pretty well, you got some money. You're not getting out of a sporting event for under $300, and it could be easily 1000 So Shake Shack in the news. I'm not one of those people who are like, In-N-Out Burger's better than Shake Shack. No, 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 no. Oh, country, mon frere. Five guys. I'm not into any of that. That's just not me. Um, but Shake Shack raised its revenue outlook for the year after it delivered a beat on both the top and bottom lines, revenue and earnings. Revenue soared 40% because they opened up more stores and better same-store sales. I've got a big event coming up on November 17th. I would love to see you there. Um, it's going to be in Palo Alto. It's going to be two events, and I need attendance to pop a little bit higher. It's the last two events of the year. Um, from 11 to 1, it's going to be a lunch event. It's going to be tied towards the 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning. And then from 6.30 to 8.30... Retirement and Wealth Planning. There's lunch in the first one. There's a lot of information about this at my website, robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back. Black now. 800 1220 That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Got a big event coming up on the 17th, next Thursday. So one week from today. It's going to be Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Great location. It's going to be two events, one lunch and one evening. More information at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Good. Um, trying to figure out if my state, California, is going to stay with the United States or if we're going to jump ship and leave. <laughs> and it's big. It's, a, it's yeah, actually a big uh, talk around here. I know it's it's a tough one. I mean, half of America is just 
stunned, and you know, it was it's you're either voting against corruption or against rude and sometimes hateful speech. So it's not like people were choosing their next great leader in this one, and it's really sad to see this divisive action kind of continue on. Um, and it'll it'll be months of this, I think, Rob. Um, well, I think it's years, it, and it's definitely the next presidency. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I find it I don't know why I keep doing this, but. Ever since the win, I keep checking U-Haul stock. You know, it's America. The symbol is U-Haul because all these people wanted okay. to move to Canada, and I keep thinking that U-Haul bookings are going to be, you know, years and years out. But down another four percent today, so I think I'll avoid that one. I like the, I like the idea though. I know it's, Americans. America, Americans are too cowardly to move to Canada. Yeah, we talk a big talk, but we don't actually deliver. I know that's the thing about social media and putting videos out there if you're a superstar and you say you're going to do something and then you don't, you know, who's got the credibility issues now? I hear you. So, Taser, Taser stock doing well as far as uh, <laughs> a lot of people are afraid of the police now. Yeah. So. yeah. You know, and I want to say to those that, that um, are really upset, which is half of the people out there, you, you have to realize that presidents can't change people. That They can't change the way... We raise our kids, the values we give our kids. So, you know, it's, it's, it's one person, and they've got a lot of people around them, including Congress and the team that they put in place. So um, try to have a positive attitude despite, you know, how you feel about this. Yeah, presidents don't actually do much. It's Congress, the House of Representatives, and Senates who have to approve everything and basically rate the bills for everything. Presidents yeah. can ask, but they have very little power. But uh, a lot of people were just as freaked out when um, Ronald Reagan got into office. I remember, you know, my dad was, my father was worried that a guy who was on a TV show with a monkey was going to be president of the United States. So, yeah. just to show you, people always well, get and, freaked and, out. An older couple was was talking to me the other day, and they were they were talking about how similar it was to the way they felt when Nixon was elected. Um, you had Vietnam War going on. Um, you know, eventually Watergate, and it, you know, so it, there has been times where the country has felt this divided and this, you know, um, I don't know, unexcited about the next leader. But we okay. find a way. We always do. Um, I mean, again, it's just a president. It's not. It's not the person in charge of your thoughts and your family. So, you know, move on. Wall Wall Street sees better things. Gold is going down. Stocks are going up. Uh, do you think people will like kind of forgive and move on if they have a paycheck and a job? Um, yeah, I th I, absolutely. I think that you know we have a big opportunity here to uh, get this country on track fiscally, fiscally responsible. Um, and one of the things that you have to look at is that when I look at Congress, I look to those that realize that there is a huge problem, that we can't be shoveling money overseas to different things when we're in, you know, trillions and trillions of dollars of debt. And so that, you know, if you go along with something like looking at what Paul Ryan looks at, he, he wants to go through a process of balancing the budget over 10 years. It can't happen overnight, but over 10 years. And we have to get back to a balanced budget because you can't run a household when you're spending more money than you're taking in over and over. Eventually you go bankrupt and you're living under a bridge. Um, so, you know, this is the opportunity that they've had that they've been waiting for for a long time. So these fiscal conservative 
folks, they better get it done or it's going to be, you know, or they'll never be in office again. People will vote them out very, very quickly. But, Rob, there is a huge change in asset allocation that I'm watching. I mean, the divergence and different things, um, it's it's pretty clear on, on where things are going at this point. Now, it won't last forever, but last, you know, you don't want to trade into a lot of emotional investing or emotional trading, rather, you know, the first couple of days of something that we don't even know how it's going to work out. But um, bonds, long-term bonds are getting crushed today. Uh, 20-year-plus bonds um, down 4 to 5% in the ETFs and funds. Um, EM, emerging markets, down about 3% yesterday, down another 3% again today. And a lot of that is because Trump actually does have the ability to get out of NAFTA and or renegotiate in a big way. Um, and so that means other trade deals as well with emerging markets. Prior to the Trump election, there was a huge catalyst and a big shift going on into emerging markets, and that's reversing itself pretty quickly. And what's going up big time is industrials and financials. You know, Trump wants to spend over $500 billion, twice as much as what Hillary wanted to spend on infrastructure. Um, so you're going to get short-term boost to GDP, to jobs, to anything industrial-related, if that happens. Um, and then you're starting to see the expensive staple stocks, the food stocks, you know, just because people were in them because they had a 3% yield, they typically in history trade around 14, 15 P ratio. They're up at 22. They're down. When the market's down the rest of the day, um, th- those stocks are, are down. And the thing to realize is there'll be an even bigger shift in asset allocation in January because we've had years and years of gains and people try to put off their gains to the next year. So they have an extra year to deal with, you know, swapping and tax losses and everything else. But um, the, the day of, you know, you know, getting hit because you're investing in stocks for yield, high, high yield, that day of reckoning might be coming. So you better, you know, keep a close eye on your portfolio if that's the how you've been investing. Kind of scary, Chad. You make well, me feel it, like it, I'm watching the Poseidon adventure and we should it, be playing well, the morning it, after. People that have been doing it on their own for the last couple of years, Rob, that have been chasing yield, like, you know, it, it, it was going to happen. It's bound to happen. And instead of just keeping an eye on asset allocation, being sector diversified, asset diversified, um, and not investing for yield, but investing because the asset allocation has worked for the last 100 years. Um, We've got about a minute. Getting hit, yeah. We've got about a minute. Plug the event that we're doing this next week, Thursday. Yeah, and we'll talk about you know some of the things that will change because people are in retirement. We're talking about the 10 key things in retirement at lunchtime. So I'll break down at the lunchtime event the 10 most important things that you have to know about and have to have a plan for in retirement, everything from how to take Social Security and even how to rebalance your portfolio and when to rebalance your portfolio. Um, because there's nothing scarier than going into retirement without an income plan or a plan for your portfolio. The evening event's going to get more details on retirement and wealth management and even some estate planning. Thanks very much. It's at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. It's two events next Thursday, two events, one at lunch, one in the evening. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we've begun the initial descent. And now it's time to pull up on the wheel.
Call Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money investing and more. I know a lot of people are upset that Hillary Clinton did not win the election. It looked like it was Locke, right? I think 200 plus newspapers endorsed Hillary Clinton. I feel like I saw one endorse Donald Trump. The problem is, what the hell is a newspaper? Seriously, like, I heard the newspapers endorsed, but I actually didn't read it myself, right? Are you with me against me? So the question now is, is did Facebook elect a president? Did Facebook, Twitter, did social media do it? And I think you could say that there's been a lot of influence. I sat and watched my friends go back and forth on Facebook like animals, savagely calling each other stupid. And you, look at this, look at this, look at this article, look at this article. It's now been studied that 20% of the articles on Hillary Clinton contained downright flat-out lies that were incorrect, and 30% or more on Trump that were positive about him were downright filled with lies or false data. So it really brings up the question of what elected our president? Because it wasn't the newspaper that did it. You know, it wasn't some of the old-fashioned things of get the word out. I find that fascinating. The consequences of Facebook's growing sway became clear when we saw the rise of partisan news, conspiracy, fake articles, and a winning candidate who fully embraced social media as a way to circumvent the media establishment uh, for proclivity and for checking facts. Trump even went as far as to sometimes not even going on talk shows, but he'd call talk shows. So in the end, if he wanted to yell, he could yell louder into the phone. I think we're I think we're in a different media world. So, and I think uh, you'd be wrong not to think of finan- not, not just financial media, uh, but the political media as it's kind of a propaganda medium. Social media is. A couple of years ago, I saw a study that most people under the age of 35 were getting their news from John Stewart. Which is totally fine by me, but there's when you're skewing it towards entertainment, you know, it becomes infotainment, and we're not reading the details. Um, I know people who used to get proposition books and study up what the proposition actually meant and who endorsed it and who didn't endorse it. Now on Facebook, you can just punch in your zip code and it'll tell you who, what the propositions are. Facebook played a part in this election. It was one of many ways people received information. Facebook reported 115 million users generated 716 million posts, likes, and comments about the election. Let's bring on Tony Mendez, talk a little Bay Area real estate. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. When you invest, there's going to be times where the market underperforms. It's typically the day after you buy. And then it's the week after you buy, then it's the month after you buy, and you're like, fudge. And you're, you're like, get emotional. Same thing with mortgages. It's, it's a process, and I hate the process. I've been through it enough, like, 
I'd almost rather get married and divorced than get a mortgage at times. There's more paperwork in a mortgage than there is in a marriage. So, think about that. Ah, my first marriage. You look lovely. I flew your family to Hawaii. We did the destination wedding. We had a nice honeymoon. Seven months later, you're on the internet with a guy twice my age trying to hook up and get a free trip to Saudi Arabia. Yes. Love. Sweet love. The good thing news about that was it wasn't financially complicated. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. The Federal Reserve right now has a little bit of a problem on its hand. They've gotten, done these lower interest rates. Lower interest rates, right? Lower interest rates. And that's helped the mortgage industry. It's helped me, right, Tony? Yeah. So I was telling you, like, woohoo, I've got great cash flow. I've got property. I've got equity building um, in numerous states. I'm diversified. Like, life is good. But then I look at what the Federal Reserve has also done is that I've driven the prices of real estate up. And I've driven my rent up. You know, my rental has gone up 50%. And that, that makes me feel like a slumlord which I feel pretty good with. So I feel kind of like a Billy Crystal character in the 1990 movie or something like that, uh, where I'm charging too much money. Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood with Eddie Murphy. Um, kill my landlord. Kill my landlord. <laughs> K-E-E-L, my landlord. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting that uh, a lot of people have definitely seen the the inflation in home prices um, and you know they can easily say that's tied towards mortgage rates but you know it also came at the same time that Dodd-Frank in, uh, you know enacted their um, qualified mortgage rule which lowered the debt ratios and we also had tightening guidelines so everybody who is actually qualifying for these mortgages um, so it is purely income with down payment credit score and the interest rate, you add those all up and people are actually qualifying and, and the equity is coming from somewhere. That's a big thing. We're seeing the stock market hitting all time or bouncing off all time highs. That's helping a lot of down payments. And then the, especially here in the Bay Area, we lead the nation in over, in creating over $100,000 jobs. So there's, in, in fact, San Mateo County, not San Mateo, but I'm sorry, Santa Clara County and Marin County, there was a study by a company called Adam that a T T O M. They actually, you, you're saying that wrong. It's San Mateo. <laughs> and they, but not San Mateo. I meant San, San Santa Clara and and Marin County actually in, improved in affordability because of the job creations in these counties. And I imagine that that's continually driving the prices up as well. So when you have that combination, yes, it's going to feel like inflation. But but from a lending standpoint, things are working. There's no liar loans. There's no teaser rates. There's no negam loans. Um, no stated incomes. All of these things are gone, and it's pure qualified qualified mortgages right now. So when you look at that, and you and you think about what happened back in two thousand eight, you, you really don't get that same feeling that there could be any, some kind of bubble. Yet we're hearing a lot about it. People are moving out of the state, though. They, you know, because of the unaffordability, California leads the nation. Where for every buyer that comes in the state, we lose two and a half buyers. So. People are really starting to figure this out and driving prices up in places like Portland, Seattle, Denver, even Phoenix, Salt Lake City, Texas. Texas is actually on the positive where more buyers are coming in. North Carolina also, Arizona. 
Um, very interesting stats about what California is doing for the rest of the, the West and other parts of the nation, like Texas and, and North Carolina. Um, so inflation is spreading out, or home appreciation is spreading, that inflation is spreading out to other parts of the nation. And that's good for investors. You know, if you, you can kind of follow the trends of where people are moving, and we follow that all the time. Axel Rose. What's the name, Axel Rose? Axel Rose. Guns and Roses. No, no, I'm thinking of um, Beverly Hills Cop. Axel Laugh. Axel Foley. He once snuck in to a crime scene by pretending to be a floral delivery guy. And he goes, floral delivers my laugh. <clears throat> How many times do you see someone like a floral deliverist, a waiter, apply for a mortgage? How... How often do you see, like, police officers, they got pretty good salaries. How often do you see these, like, not quite good salaries? Not as often as I wish we did. Okay. Um, it's been a while. I mean, the kind of buyers that we get and and, and uh, bar, really borrowers, and that covers both, uh, refinance and buyers, is, okay. is uh, you know, a nurse, a tech worker. Um, we get a lot of lawyers and um engineers anyway that's tony mendez you can find him at bayarealonesource.com that's bayarealonesource.com and i'm rob black talking all things financial money investing and more with student loan debt at an all-time high a lot of parents are rushing to try to help you know foot the bill why is it called help footing the bill um but should they is a big question i know a lot of people that are helping their kids pay for college at the risk or the detriment of the retirement savings. And you basically trade one financial problem for another financial problem. So there's a couple things that you have to, you know, start doing. You know, when you're younger, open a 529. When your kid's born and start funding it, go to youpromise.com, youpromise.com. That's the letter U, promise.com. Um... And, and take a look at what they offer and set up a 529 plan there. So 800-516-1220. Got a big seminar coming up Thursday the 17th in basically the Elks Lodge in Palo Alto. It's going to be two events, one lunch and one evening. Uh, the lunch will actually will serve lunch, but you do have to sign up. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. So that's from 11 to 1. And we're going to go over the market conditions. We're going to talk about investment issues and income issues in retirement, how you need to be changing up your portfolio now, because there was a little bit of a surprise in the election, you might have noticed. Um, next four years could be very interesting, especially for growth in oil companies and healthcare companies and banks and some uh, deregulation issues. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Six weeks till Christmas. Are you stoked? What should you buy on Black Friday? Buy previous models of Apple products? Skip toys. Buy gaming system bundles? Skip Christmas decorations. Buy electronics, TV, tablets, and smartphones? You can kind of figure this stuff out. Especially when the... It's a big day of, of discounts, right? So try to take advantage of it. And I can't... Did I age? Did, am I getting old? What's wrong with me? But I got to the point where my iPhone 6 is fine. And, you know, maybe next year I'll get the 7 when the 8's out. I don't have to have the latest and greatest uh, anymore. Uh, hopefully you don't as well. So um, buy online doorbusters. What's an online doorbuster? What's well, online? So that's extremely convenient. It's a buster price. That's great for savings. Plenty of big box retailers are bringing their doorbusters online for Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Um, some stores are trying to close. Try to skip the mail-in rebates if you want to avoid some of the hassle related to Black Friday. Resist deals that require that mail-in rebate unless you're disciplined enough to fill out the form. Wait to receive the rebate. It could be a while before you get it. Um... Now, some places will have these rebate offers that are unbelievable. Uh, just be cautious. You don't want to buy winter clothing on Black Friday. Fall and winter clothing generally isn't the best value. Jeans, for instance, see better sales in October. Um, but video games do pretty well. So it's a good stocking stuffer. Best Buy offers Blu-ray titles for DVDs, $9.99. If your kid likes a certain movie... Skip outdoor essentials. You're not going to see any great deals on grills or patio furniture. That's just something to start thinking about. You know who I feel bad for these days? The restaurant industry. Restaurant companies are bracing for a pretty challenging period right now. Consumers are grappling with the costs of higher rent, higher prescription drug costs, car loans, and hey, let's just face it, it's cheaper to eat at home. So Moody's Investor Services, they're a big ratings company, they said, let's take a look at the operating profit growth forecast for the restaurant sector. And they revised its outlook from to stable, from positive. So they only expect operating profit to grow about 2% to 4% in the next 12 to 18 months, down from a previous expectation of 5 to 6%. So that's a pretty big trend, exponentially. Consumers are really wrestling right now. With the election in place, consumers are really wrestling. So there's been a lot of downbeat earnings from Sonic, Badger King, Chipotle. Now, some people would question if those are really restaurants or not, but I'll throw it out there for you anyway. But Stiefel Nicholas, uh, they just downgraded 11 restaurant stocks uh, because they said it's a saturated and mature uh, industry. Investors should think about returns on invested capital 
on a market level basis. So they're not seeing it. So again, the higher cost of rent, medicine, and education, you know, tap your uh, checkbook and see how much you have left over. I've been very, very lucky in life that I've never had to stop and say, huh, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. But with that said, I hate restaurants. I, I don't hate restaurants. Rob Black doesn't ha- not hate restaurants. Mm, Rob Black, Bob Dole. Um, Rob Black doesn't like the, the fatting issue of restaurants. So um, McDonald's is limited to tailwinds. Buffalo Wild Wings at earnings were hurt by higher wing prices. Um, competition from supermarkets. If you ever go into a supermarket these days, they do a pretty nice job. So there's a restaurant ETF you can take a look at. Ticker symbol is B-I-T-E. B-I-T-E. And uh, kind of get a feel for what's out there. One of the areas that I'm most concerned with, as far as Trump presidency goes, is a lot of his policies are going to be inflationary. When you potentially try to be kind of protectionism, prices go up. When you're ultimately saying, we don't want the goods from China. China, you make your goods and keep your own goods. Unless you're going to do a fair deal with us, prices will go up. And that's got a lot of people going, that's inflation. Uh, We've already seen a big jump in the 10-year treasury. Um, And we've seen a big drop in gold. So the 10-year treasury, back when the Brexit happened, dropped all the way to like 1.28%. Now it's above 2%. Still incredibly cheap. But as it moves to 25 3%, people are going to say, you know what? I'll take that 10-year treasury return. I feel comfortable with that. 1.5% pass, 2% pass. But as that 10-year treasury goes higher, so too goes the cost of money for your mortgage. And thus, you may have seen peak real estate prices if mortgage rates continue to slowly march higher, as they have been doing. Um... Rates for home loans rose for a second straight week just before the end of the presidential election. 30-year fixed rate now is at 3.57. That's up three basis points. A 15-year is sitting at 2.88%. Uh, Mortgage rates usually follow that path of that 10-year treasury. Um, so they should be moving higher. And you don't really afford a home. You afford a monthly payment. And the higher the interest rate, the less monthly payment or the less you get for that monthly payment. Throwing it out there for you. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, invest, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.